Hi, I'm Mindy Freed, and welcome to another special edition of The Shape of Care, recorded from my home. I've been talking to caregivers and care workers about how they're coping in this unprecedented time. Today, we're going to hear from four researchers who are members of a global care work network. This is an international organization of researchers, policymakers, and advocates who are involved in various domains of care work. Full disclosure, I belong to this group, and I reached out to some of its members to see what was going on in their respective countries. Four of them responded, sending me voice memos in which they talk about the challenges for caregivers and care workers during this pandemic, and how their governments are responding or not. Today, we'll hear from researchers in Italy, South Korea, Slovenia, and Kenya. We're going to start off with Francesca De Giulie. She's an associate professor of sociology at Fairleigh Dickinson University in New Jersey, but she's in Italy now. Today, I would like to call everybody's attention on the hardships currently encountered by immigrant women working as home care assistants in Italy. As you know, the country has one of the oldest population in the world, and here these workers have become central in providing older adults and their families with care services that they will not be able to obtain otherwise. It is estimated that a million of these workers are operating across the territory. In these days, the government has recognized their work as essential and therefore allows them to go to their workplaces every day. Because uh, they are foreigners, families do not trust their abilities to follow government's enforced rules to avoid contagion, which often leads to racist, discriminatory comments from family members in regards to their ability to be clean or to stay clean. In addition, for the most part, they're not provided with any protection from the families they work for, and so they have to find gloves and masks of their own. The evolution of the pandemics bring government to stress the importance of caring for the elders in our society. But caring for them starts from protecting those who daily care for them. It is important to keep these essential workers in mind and to provide them with the ability to work safely and without fear of finding themselves in the street with no support from the rest of us. Hello, my name is Higang Kim from South Korea. I'm a professor of public administration at Korean University. Currently in South Korea, one of the major infection cases is occurring at nursing homes and nursing hospitals. In these cases, the elderly and the care workers are both the source of infection to each other and at the same time the most vulnerable infection targets. Therefore, the national and local governments are strengthening special prevention management for the nursing hospitals and care facility across the country. Especially in this regard, protecting care workers from viruses is very important. South Korea currently suffers from a shortage of masks, but for example, in the case of the Seoul city government, it is handing out free masks to care workers, both institutional and home-based care workers. Hi, I'm Maida from Slovenia. Maida Herzniak is a researcher at the Peace Institute in Ljubljana, Slovenia. With regards to child care, we have a very, we have a well, very developed well developed network of public services. services. Kindergartens and schools are now closed. The municipalities organized home-based child care for care workers and medical staff. 
but for workers in different businesses that still but for workers operate, in different businesses that still operate it's harder they can get partial salary replacement due to childcare or grandparents and relatives who are stepping in elder care is provided by public and private by public and private institutional and home-based services but they're crowded, understaffed, and overburdened, with many activities outsourced. There's a huge lack of protective masks and gloves, and they're primarily directed to the hospitals. Institutional elder care facilities are now the focal point of spreading the virus, and families are advised to take their elderly back home and provide care by themselves. I believe that many will, I believe that many do will so indeed do so, and the care burden for women increase. will increase. That's from Slovenia. My name is Saida Ali. I'm an Atlantic Fellow for Social and Economic Equity at the London School of Economics. I live in Nairobi, Kenya. The government of Kenya recently instituted a nationwide dusk to dawn curfew aimed at reducing the spread of COVID-19 by enforcing physical distancing. Social distancing is nearly impossible for high-density, low-income communities with poor infrastructure, limited access to clean water and sanitation facilities, inadequate health facilities, and even frequent violence against women and girls in their homes. The pressure on our healthcare workers in the region will increase. We know healthcare workers have historically been lowly paid, and for Kenya in particular, like most African countries, we experience the labor migration of care workers. That plus weak health systems and limited investment in protective equipment for health workers is a recipe for disaster. There are useful lessons though from the Ebola outbreak, how it impacted women and girls, how health workers were exposed and their deaths, the increase in women's unpaid caring responsibilities, and how most were affected due to such caring responsibilities. These are useful lessons for us in sub-Saharan Africa. The social expectation that women and girls care for the sick will expose them to the risk of infection and reinfection. That was Saida Ali in Kenya, Maeda Herzniak in Slovenia, Hikan Kim in South Korea, and Francesca De Giuli in Italy talking about what's going on in their countries during the COVID-19 pandemic. Thanks so much to these researchers for sharing their perspectives. As you can hear, there are some universal problems, like the lack of protective masks and gloves, and the lack of support for direct care workers. And there are concerns regarding how women and girls will bear the brunt of caregiving work in their families. If you'd like to learn more about the researchers and the work they do, please get in touch. You can email me at contact at theshapeofcare.org. That's contact at theshapeofcare.org. And if you have a comment or a story to share, I'd love to hear it. I'll be back with you next week with another short edition of The Shape of Care. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you're staying safe.